The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome on in. It's the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer with you. And if we sound a little different tonight, that's because we is a little different you tonight. You made it. I made in it. In good time today. God was with me, and when God's with me, who can be against me? Well, everyone is. But hey, I made it when here in time. Right. When on <laughs> and off. The radio. The radio. Yeah. Well, yes. I don't know if I live on or <laughs> off the radio correctly, but I live and I'm here in person. You're here as well, and we need you here, listener, at the District Megaplex out here in South Jordan. Adrian, why are we here? We're here for the premiere, Austin, of Ford v. Ferrari, and they've got a couple of amazing vehicles in here that we're going to talk to our guy, Jeff Whipple, uh, later about these cars, but they are from a uh, private collection, of, and uh, we'll let you know whose. <laughs> I'm sure you could guess, but they're pretty amazing Gordon vehicles. Gordon Monson's? Yes, they're pretty amazing uh-huh. vehicles, though, and uh, I'm excited to talk to Jeff about the story behind how they are here and what they have to do with the movie Ford v. Ferrari. And that, you know, we are here for the, the premiere and, and to launch the Ford v. Ferrari movie, but we're really here for the cars. At least I am. Uh, and I'm, I'm here to see Jeff and to eat the food right. and to, 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 I guess, see you yeah. and hang yes. out. Yes. Um, uh, had an incredible four cheese, we think, pizza from Pizza Hut that was just, mm, how do they say it in Italian? Magnifico. Delicioso, says Bert Austin Facer, who's our tech tonight. Uh, you know a weird thing that I really like about the District Megaplex? Do you want to know the weirdest thing that I like about the District Megaplex? I don't know. The best smelling hand soap I have ever smelled in my entire life. Entire uh, okay. life. Went into the men's room just to wash my hands. And boy, was I glad I did. I, I'm going to have to get the name of that soap from somebody because it's every Christmas gift I give this year is just going to be a, a packet of Ecolab soap that they use in there, whatever it is. So, But come out here to the district. See the cars. It's tonight only. And we call them cars, Adrian. But is that a fair word for these things? These, are, these aren't cars. These are dream machines. Mm-hmm. These are uh, a- angel deliverers. Like when, when an angel appears to somebody, they come in a Carroll Shelby. That, like that, uh, that's all the – they come in one of these cars. Right. That's my understanding. So come down and see these. Catch the movie Ford v. Ferrari, which I'm told is a terrifically fun movie. Uh, even Jimmy Kimmel will like this performance by Matt Damon. Does he not like Matt Damon? Do you not know that? I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel, I'll be honest. For, so back in the mid-90s, I want to say, on his late, 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 late show, he made a joke ending one of his shows, and our apologies to Matt Damon, we ran out of time. As though he was supposed to be a guest on the show that night. <laughs> and then since then, he just ended every show like that until finally he and Matt Damon had a feud. Like a big time feud. Oh my gosh, quote, people. Unquote. You guys have too much money to care about it's things It's not like real. That. Oh, okay. But don't tell the kids. Don't oh, spoil okay. it. So, also, but you know, Austin, before we get into anything. You talk, because I'm going to eat some french how, fries and chips here. How is your, it is, it is here, this week, Disney Plus yeah. has hit the streamways. Would you say that? The, the internet. It has hit the internet. And, never, uh, never watched Disney upstream. Downstream? Anyway. Either. Bad joke. Uh, but it's released, and uh, I myself signed up for it. You got, did? Yes, I decided to. Because I already What's have... What's the password? I already have Hulu and everything, and so the bundle was really affordable for me. But exciting stuff, and well. I, I've already watched the, the Mandalorian. I'm excited to see how that goes. Had a cool ending. Um, one episode, right? One episode so far. But it's cool in the Star Wars universe, and 
Um, I thought it was about Boba Fett, but I don't. My understanding is not. It's just about a Mandalorian. Oh, I thought and it was about Bubba Fett, too. I didn't think it was. Him or his friend Bubba. <laughs> I say it Bubba, so sue me. So do a lot of people. Yeah. But Bubba Fett sounds like Boba Fett. Yeah, it sounds like the blue-collar version. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm Bubba Fett. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to fish for some Jedi. But anyway, it was it was cool, and uh, I've, I've had some fun on the app, and I, I sent out a tweet, and people seem like they're enjoying Disney+. Plus. And in our business of movies, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Uh, I have not yet partaken. But that's because it's on somebody's Christmas wish list, and so we're just waiting till then. You're gonna wait till Christmas? Well, we're, we're trying. <laughs> we're trying to. Why don't you get the first week free trial? Because that's only a week. And then you cancel it and say, "Now you gotta wait for." Why Christmas. don't you share your username and password with I already me have for too a, many for people a month. hitting me up for it? <laughs> uh, did you see Scotty G before we get? Uh, also, I just got a text. Oh no! About I hate Star when Wars. You get text uh, from our guy back in studio, Alex. Alex Lundberg, and he said, "Not technic- Kyle." Technically. Boba Fett isn't a Mandalorian. He's just a clone, which he is correct. That's, you know, absolutely correct. Because as we learned from the much much maligned prequels, Boba Fett was just a clone. But is he just a clone? That's kind of rude, Alex. He's not just a clone. If he's the final He's clone, the clone. If he's the last clone, clone alive, is he still a clone? He, his father was a clone, right? No, I think his father was the one where they got all the DNA to make all the clones. Ah, I yes. understand now-ish. Okay. Well, uh, did you see Scott Gerard's social media faux pas with the Mandalorian? Did he already give away spoilers? Yes. Big time. And he did it on purpose because he thought it'd be funny to rile all of us Star Wars nerds up. He's good at it. He's really, really good at it. He's really good, really at, good it. at what he does. Uh, but apparently there's a very much loved Star Wars character from Star Wars lore who might talk backwards in his sentences? It's not him, though. Oh, it's not for no, sure? I don't believe it is. Well, then why would they have that on there? I think it's this. I, I can't say it anymore. Well, go to Scotty we'll talk G. About it in the, we'll talk about it off the air. Go to, go to Scotty G Zone's Twitter if you want to get spoilers. Uh, and uh, I hope it is him because that would be kind of fun. I know everyone else was like, that's dumb. I'm like, that's cool. No, no. It's, it's very close to what you think. But I don't think it's him. But close to what I think it is not? Correct. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, before we uh, open up the movie zone phone, talk about the movies that are opening this week. Who did what at the box office, Adrian Lizer? Uh Midway brought in $18 million, Austin. Dr. Sleep, which I heard really good things about Dr. Sleep, the Stephen King um, sequel to The Shining, brought in $14 million, Playing with Fire, $12 million, and Last Christmas, $11 million. Did you see any of those? Uh, no. Did you get out to see Midway yet? No, I have not. But I did see... <sighs> Yesterday, I did go see Frozen 2, which I'll be talking about next week. Uh, I'm seeing it Monday. Are you? So we'll both be able to talk yes. about it. I already know what you're going to say about it. Oh, no. So, good or bad? Uh, you are going to. I'm, we're going to wait till you finish, and then. I'll what see. do you think I'll say, good or bad? I think you'll say disappointed. What? Don't tell me that. I think that's what you'll say. I don't have a lot of free time in my life. Right I'll now. say pleasantly surprised. Had a good time. And I'll be disappointed. Kinda, yeah, that's why. Because I'm a pessimist. Yes, I've never once thought that in the last ten minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's. Uh, we don't. We're not dialing out to the movie zone phone tonight because we have a special, special uh, uh, movie zone phone voice for us. He's reluctantly doing it, but he's gonna do it for me as a personal favor. It's not enough that he feeds me and shelters me and provides me with once in a lifetime opportunity to see he a Carol Shelby you. cars. But now I'm asking him for one more favor, and that is the guru of all Megaplex, Jeff Whipple. Hi, Jeff. Hey. 
Are you, you mad? <laughs> happy to be here, fellas. Okay, We're happy to be here, too. We've got popcorn drinks. What are these called? Buffalo chips? Is yes. that what we call these? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're French fries, but in the shape of a potato chip. And they got a little kick to A little them. kick. Like yeah. a buffalo. A little ranch kind of deal. So burgers and pizza, we love it. But you are going to provide us with a movie zone phone voice tonight as we go through the movies opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure my contract covers that. <laughs> not sure. That's why I don't offer contracts, <laughs> <laughs> so that I can breach them all the time. <laughs> all right, so we start with Ford What do they say Ra- in the pirate, like back in the pirate day, they just put you on the crew and made you work? I, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing, too. What, I like it. What is it? Where you just like, you they, have to like, earn your way? Or? They would capture someone and just make them part of the crew. and they'd have to Part work. of the ship, yeah, part, part of the, the crew. Part of the, part crew, of the yeah. ship, part of the crew. Well, uh, crewmen. Ford v. Ferrari. Why don't you preview that one for us? This, this is going to be more like Kramer doing the movie phone. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 bop. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Megaplex yep. movie phone. Exactly. Yeah, I love, I love that. <laughs> and, and I'm grateful for the trained professionals that do that. Yes. <laughs> Ford v. Ferrari. American automotive designer Carol Shelby and fearless... This is why you don't hire me to do this. <laughs> Carol Shelby and British, uh, fearless British race driver Ken Miles. Battle corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary vehicle for the Ford Mo- Motor Company. Blah blah blah. Starring famous people: Matt Damon, Christian Bale, <laughs> other nice things, and and who cares because the cars are here. <laughs> yes, yes. The actual now one of these was in the movie, wasn't it? Not not in the film. Okay. So in Hollywood, they use props. They, no. they make fake things. No. And they hire people to pretend. Tatooine is a real place. This is this is that is that is fantasy land. Uh, um, and agree and to we disagree. love we love Hollywood, and what they're capable of doing, and what you're looking at, about twenty feet from where we sit, is the car that Ken Miles drove in Le Mans in 1966. So not so the car in the movie. Is based on this car in it, front of my yes. eyeballs. This, wow! So yeah, this is not. Are those the, the other thing is the actors? The other thing is the actor. This is the thing, uh-huh. right there. Wow! That is the actual car that the movie, with the poster that you've seen with the light blue car with the number one on it. That is that is the car. Wow! That is the the, the story of the film is about. And it's on loan here from who? Our, our friends at the Miller family. <laughs> I would uh, say so. As, as part of the Larry H. Miller group of companies and Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters, the the family made arrangements to bring these cars in for the opening. It happened to coincide with the Megaplex 20th anniversary, which was darn sporting of the studio to crank out a movie that is so directly connected <laughs> to these films, Worked to, out to these cars. Yeah. So it is, it is extraordinary. It is surreal. All day long, all day long, I have had the experience of people going, Wait, what? <laughs> they, it takes a minute to process. That's the car mm-hmm. that clocked at 200 plus miles an hour continuously for 24 hours in rain, in darkness. The story in this film is phenomenal. The drama behind it, the corporate politics, everything that goes with it. Yeah. Because um, no I, one beats Ferrari, man. Nobody does. That was the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, Ford... That's the whole thing there. And, and they get into some of that backstory in this film and talk about you know, Ford, Ford in, you know, invented mass production automobiles and was a machine as far as just populating the planet with, with wheels mm-hmm. uh, and helped conquer you know, bad guys in World War II. They, they cranked out machinery that helped defeat 
really bad things. Mm -hmm. And then they wanted to get this category covered. So they actually pitched a deal to buy Ferrari because they wanted this category covered. And that deal fell through, and that kind of cranked up some people. Mm-hmm. The and, competition was born. And, and suddenly it was, fine, we'll just whoop you the old-fashioned American way, <laughs> and we'll, we'll solve this one on the streets. And that's the story. And the drama is intense. The, the backstory, the, you throw this out there to true aficionados of this race, and it starts a debate. This is oh yeah, this is intense because who finished first? Whether it's this car or another car, and why? Mm-hmm. And the politics beside it. It's fascinating. I'm actually surprised, Adrian and Jeff, that this movie hasn't been made prior to now. Yeah. It's that interesting of a story. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this is an original idea, which Hollywood sometimes is want for those, and yet this is not a new. Th- like this didn't happen last month. This was years ago, decades ago. Yeah. Why and hasn't anyone made this movie? I'm so excited to see it. I, I, I am a casual observer of this. I've, I, for this event, become a little bit more familiar. I'm, I'm now functionally illiterate at this piece <laughs> of, of history. But it is an American triumph story. And yet there's tragedy involved. There's, there's some serious drama. There are some moments that are highly entertaining. And if you're going to see a movie like this, Go see it big. Go see it in IMAX. Go see it in Atmos. Go see it in a D-box motion seat. I haven't done it, but I'm. This one. This one's worth the, tr- the ticket to do it. And then, it's a. It's about a triple crown in racing. So that's one of the crown. One of the gems in the crown. The other two gems are on the other side of the lobby here. That car is the one that picked up the other two wins. So it's a fascinating story. Go, Adrian. Yeah. What what can we do to uh, put you in one of these today? <laughs> um, well, I gotta go back in time and be alive when these cars were what's rolling. Your and, and, what's and, your credit and, like? And then drive off the lot. But yeah, I'm mean, I'm super excited for this movie. I lo- I'm a big fan of Christian Bale and Matt Damon, and uh, I, I I'm really excited to see it. And car movies just have a way of you know people like to go see car movies. That's why. I, there are so many famous cars in movies. Like we, yeah. we've had that as a poll question before. What's your favorite movie car? Right. And there's so many different ones that people just connect to. And I might yeah. have a new favorite. I even think of like when I hear the name Shelby, I think of the movie Gone in sixty seconds. Right. Right. You know right, that right. that was the crown jewel of what Nicolas Cage wanted was to be able to go get that car. And um, I think this is the kind of movie that a lot of people are going to enjoy. And people love fast cars. They love. The loud engines. They they think yeah. that, that I think this will be a great movie. And it sounds like it was made well. It's not just a racing movie. Right. This isn't like Fast and the Furious. This yeah. is a true story of in the early 1900s. This was like this was super important to these companies to be able to beat each other in the land race. Right. And we don't hear as much of that anymore. So it's a, it's a cool story from our past. You make a good point about this being now it is it's PG-13. So when I say this for the right aged audience. But this isn't just for car fans. This isn't just for those who are interested in Ford versus Ferrari. Actually, that's probably just one small target audience. Mm-hmm. This is a story, Jeff, that I understand would play out for pretty much any moviegoer in the way they've made it. Because I'm told, especially how this thing ends, it's one of the greatest sports scenes in movie history is what it's already being billed as. It is, it is fascinating the way this thing, the story plays out. And uh, there are elements along the way that are surprising and totally relatable. We've all been in these kind of situations where we're trying to get something done 
and there are barriers put in front of us. There are people who are addicted to their rule books and everything else that goes with it. And totally relatable. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a great sports movie, but it's a great movie. A great, well-told story. And I, I don't want to oversell it, but I enjoyed this one. This, this, is, this was a yeah. fun film. And Looks you, like a go for me, for if sure. If you want to see these cars, remember, they're only here tonight. So if you're out there listening, even if you're not going to make it, come buy a ticket for another day. But come down and see these cars. Cause, and there's also a little car show going on in the parking lot, yeah. which is really cool. I saw a bunch of Lamborghinis and really nice rides out there. The Ferraris are outside because the, the, they lost. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, Spoiler alert. Yeah, the Ferraris are out there. So um, just come in and see. They're only here tonight. So if you want to see a – this is a legitimate piece of world history yeah, it, that it, we're staring at because it's yeah. not a prop. Like Jeff said, these are the actual cars that won this event you know, and, 80 years ago. And what's been fascinating all day long, because we've had some earlier screenings, people go in and go, oh, that's nice. They, they kind of glance over at the car and go, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And then they come out of the film, and they stop, and they take pictures, and they walk around the car, and they start staring in. There's some Hollywood moments. You know, the, you look at this car. There are, no, there are no turn signals. There's not an air conditioner in this thing. There, this thing is as low to the ground as imaginable. And you start thinking about driving this thing at 200 miles an hour being that far off the ground <laughs> it's made out of i mean it's practically paper mache you don't touch it Look, because I, there's a rocket on the back of it, is, it is essentially I'm looking at a yeah, rocket that looks like a plane 200 engine. miles an hour at at the height of a go-kart yeah imagine doing that for 24 hours i mean they switch out drivers but whoa and the film is captured in such a way that it is an experience to see it you feel it Good performances it's, it's, by uh, Bell and David. Yeah, you, you. What about Josh Lucas? I like Josh Lucas a lot. Oh, oh. Does he do these, a good job? These other characters, there's, there's, there's a couple of black hats, and it's not just the Shelby <laughs> cowboy yeah. hat that's yeah. going on. <laughs> um, there are some complicated characters in this one that make life interesting, and it's sometimes more Shelby versus Ford than Shelby Ford versus Ferrari. Wow. So wow. there. There's some moments. Even though they've hired Shelby to do this for them. It happens. <laughs> Who would ever be in a fight with who's the person who's hired them, Adrian? That never, never happens. Never. That would never happen, ever. <laughs> but thank you uh, sincerely to the Miller family for uh, blessing us with this opportunity to see this collection, especially since it's in the movie. The movie's about that car and that car and that car. Which car do you like better? I don't. Okay. I knew just, you were going to be asking me just go that. on looks, which one do you like better? No, I can't do that. Is this an impossible that, question, that's Jeff? That's like... I, well, I posted to Greg. If you go to my Twitter, at uh, APLizer, I have a picture of both cars up there. And a third one. You can pick out of the three which one you like the best. The third one's the zone van. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, so now that you say three, that, I don't know. Our guy Austin What's that, to, a Nissan? Austin here got to drive one of the three cars today. Bert. Yes, we Bert. have to call him Bert because otherwise people think it's me. For the for the record, the the, Facer, the zone van has air conditioning and heater and radio. <laughs> yes, and, a backup and camera. Plug your phone in. Suspension system. Rockford speakers. Yeah. But do you have a choice? However, <laughs> but it is not a Shelby. No, it's not. <laughs> for all that it is, it is not a Shelby. It, it will not take you from here to Las Vegas in 14 seconds. <laughs> no, um, I will probably. I'm pretty sure if the van got up to 200 miles an hour, it would just shake apart. I think we'd be transmitted somewhere. You'd be sitting on the road with the steering wheel in your hand and still on the seat. That's right. right. Just there on the asphalt. I'll pick pick the one that the movie that that the movie that's in on the poster right there with Bell and Damon. The GT40. The GT40, the light blue with the red on the fenders and the jet engine from Boeing on the back of it. I don't know. That one. 
What one you pick? I got to admit, I like that one over there. The, the dark blue with and the white stripe down what's the middle, the, number fifteen. The cobra. The cobra. That's yeah, a that's cobra. That's, that's, cobra. That's more. Yeah, the, the traditional. Cobra. <laughs> yes, the traditional cobra. That's got a that, cobra. It has that American muscle car look to oh, it. Oh, I think I made the wrong choice. I love cobras. So when people, when everyone asks you what's your favorite car. Like an idiot. I almost always say, oh, a Chevy Corvette Stingray, 66. And then immediately remember, but Cobras exist. Yes. Why would I like a Corvette Stingray when Cobras are in, in the world as an option? So, anyway, bottom line being Ford v. Ferrari. Go see the movie. You'll have a good time. Uh, it's safe for a lot of the family, and I think it tells an important piece of American and world history that mm-hmm. has been undertold, at least uh, by Hollywood standards, in my opinion. And maybe that's good. Like, maybe it's good that this movie hasn't been out yet. Because who knows if it could have been done correctly. And maybe now they're at the point where they found who they wanted to make it with, and they got to tell it in the right way. And point. it sounds like what Jeff's saying is they made it the right way. It, for, those, for those that complain about the franchise films, that, you know, why, does Hollywood your, keep making, yes, why do they keep making the same movie? You know, and we're going to be talking about one in a second here. That, you know, this, is, this is a story that you may not know the details of. It's well acted. It's well performed. It, it translates beautifully on the big screen. It's big. It's loud. It's it's really fun at times to, to watch this process. Um, this is the kind of movie that you you vote with by showing up. And if you want right. Hollywood to keep doing this, yeah, we talk about is, it all the time. This is one of those movies you should mm-hmm. you should go check out. Yeah, if you don't want to just see the carbon copy print from Hollywood, support these type of films. Come spend your money on this one. All right, we're at the District Megaplex in South Jordan uh, for the premiere of Ford v. Ferrari. Not Ford versus Ferrari. Ford v. Ferrari. Or is that technically versus Ford v. Ferrari? I don't, I don't know. We'll it's say very, v. Ferrari. It's very European. It's the, it's the name of the movie, so we'll call it that. Okay, Ford v. Ferrari, Matt Damon, Christian Bell, and others. Make sure you get out and see it as soon as you possibly can. We'll take our first break. Coming back on the other side. We'll get back to the other movies that are opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. Do we have to? We do. Well, there's some good ones. There are some other good ones that are coming out other than Ford v. Ferrari. And then we got to set up next week with Jeff Whipple. Yes. Because next week starts. I know Jeff has had a lot of good downtime. He's been bored. He hasn't had to do a lot of work over the last 72 hours. <laughs> He's gotten all kinds of sleep and rest. And that's good because next week, the holiday movie-going season I'm ready, I'm ready to let it go. Honestly, <laughs> Jeff, if I, if I was... Let it go twice. If my responsibility was to watch two cars like this, I would not get much sleep either. <laughs> That's right. To I'm be sure honest. That my employer owns. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Coming back on the other side, live here on the Movie Zone. And now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It's the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lizer, live at the District Megaplex Theater out here in South Jordan for Ford v. Ferrari. We've got the Shelby collection on hand here from the, the actual Miller family. cars. The cars Sorry. that are shown in the movie. Well, no. The movie's about these cars. Yeah, literally about these cars. I keep saying they're shown in the movie, but they're depicted in the movie. You know what's cool about stuff like this, too, Austin, is because it's a machine, it's like you can see the actual thing. Like right. It's not like about a person or something. You know, it's it's like not about a person or a you know something that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Like this, you can. It's you can, there. Like Jeff said, you can come out of the movie and see the actual vehicle that, of course, the Millers have taken impeccable care of. Right. Both of these cars because we wouldn't expect anything less. Well, Jeff, we, and, yeah. And uh, it's just so cool to think that that is the car built decades ago and won a world famous race. And we joke. Oh. 
Sorry, the, word, again. the word they used today was stewardship. Yeah, they're, they're trying to preserve these yeah. for for history. Which is amazing. Sake, that's interesting. Which is, it's a tremendous responsibility, and they treated as such, which was which was very cool. Yeah, I, very I was cool. impressed by that. We joked in the first segment that the other cars are outside. Well, that's because this 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 is. They're building their cars. They're inside. <laughs> and, 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 well, and, and actually, th- what's going on outside is very cool as well. It's super cool. It, it is. is. It is. Yeah. For car fans, it's it's tremendous. And they're actually doing it for a great cause. They've, they've got some kids that they're they're supporting, and we are all about that. In fact, they're coming in to see the movie. So awesome. what's what's the story there? What's the, the, the uh, great cause? I As I understand it, there's uh, at least one young person uh, struggling with some health issues, and so they're, they're doing some good to help that situation awesome and in honor yeah. in honor of that individual and po- possibly more uh, right so it's it's one of those kind of things where it's just so cool to be in a situation where we're a venue where good things like that happen wonderful so that's it ford Ver- ford v ferrari come out to megaplex and check it out but that's not all that's opening this week at megaplex theaters uh jeff there are more movies including a remake of a remake <laughs> Of a TV show that speaking, was made into a movie. Speaking of original stories, back <laughs> yes. to the movie zone. Yes. So tell us, Charlie's Angels, what's the what's the deal here? Why did we need another Charlie's Angels? Is this like the, the plural of attorneys general? <laughs> Charlie's yes. Angels. When a system engineer blows the whistle on a dangerous technology, why is it never safe technology? Like a garage door yeah. opener is threatening humanity? <laughs> Charlie's Angels from across the globe, and, and, and this is kind of a cool spin are called into action, putting their lives in, on the line to protect society, starring Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, other famous people, directed and, and also starring Elizabeth Banks, and Patrick Stewart, which is kind of cool. Rated PG-13, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. I actually, it was, it's a fun popcorn movie. Is it? Yeah. That's how I was, Adrian, I was going to say, this looks like a, we call them $5 Tuesdays yeah. here on the Movie Zone, because, you know, you, maybe you don't catch it the weekend it opens, but you might want to spend five bucks on a Tuesday, get the discount popcorn, and take the whole family and have some fun. Not necessarily break down the door to see it, but still worth your time to go see it and have fun. They execute this one just fine. If, if you're a fan of the original kind of campiness of this, especially the TV show, they, they do some stuff that's reminiscent. There's, there's some moments, a little bit of a nod, which is kind of fun. They don't take, thankfully, they don't take themselves entirely seriously throughout this whole thing. That's good. It, they're, they're staying in the, in the plot, and they're, they're you know, vanquishing bad guys and that kind of thing. They're that's, not making this a James Bond. This is a campy super spy. Yeah, they're... Have the, fun with it. Oh, look, there are shoes and a fun closet to go get, you know, geared up. Whatever. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's go get... And our, f- our fashion matching weaponry or whatever. Adrian, so. I like the idea of a Bosley in every city around the world. Yeah, that's angels good. in every city. Yeah. The world needs more Bosley. Right, yeah. yeah. Like Jeff was talking about, it's kind of an interesting twist on it. I don't know. I have good memories of the 2000, year 2000 version with Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz. Like, I, it was, like I, the soundtrack was good? Like or? Sam Rockwell, <laughs> I remember him being a very good um, villain. There's a famous house in that. Speaking of, we're talking about things that... Um, exists. There's a famous house in Denver that you really you drive on the freeway when you're in Denver and you see the house that's uh, Sam Rockwell's house in that. So I have like I don't know if I if I went back and watched it, I don't know how much I would enjoy it. But back then, you know, Diaz, there's a good Destiny's Child song you know, about it. Lucy know. Liu and Diaz and Drew Barrymore were huge in the year 2000, so it was good back then. I don't know if we needed another one for your to answer your question, but hey, if it's a popcorn movie and 
you, you've already seen Ford v Ferrari. Maybe you're coming back on a Tuesday. You go for this. If you're, especially if you're a fan of just like a, you sit down, maybe shut your brain off, and he eats a popcorn. If you're going yeah. in looking for Citizen Kane, you right. will be disappointed. Yes, exactly. Well, you, that's if right you on. come out thinking that's not going to win my Oscar, <laughs> then that's probably not the movie for but, you. But what if you come out going that should win the Oscar? <laughs> then also <laughs> come join us on the movie zone because we got to talk. But but the performance. It, it plays. It, there, there's, there are pieces that work. And yeah, I, Do you like Kristen Stewart, Austin? You know what my answer to this is going to be. <laughs> why, why aren't you looking at this? this You're not, looking the other direction. That's an unfair question. In, in a, battle, in a battle of having to choose between which, which actress I dislike more, Kristen Stewart or Anna Kendrick, I would go with Anna Kendrick every single time as really? my pick to be in the movie I'm making oh, over, okay. over I, Kristen you Stewart. You went the other way on yeah, that, that messed me up. That was a crossover. Yeah. I was trying to be convoluted yes, so that did. those it, that are Kristen Stewart fans, I can side with them, and those that are Anna Kendrick fans, I can side with them. It's, it's it tough to get past. Me. I like the, Naomi Scott. Yeah, well, and Elizabeth Banks, there, there are performances. There, they, they, there are pieces in this that work. But it's tough to get past the role that made her uber famous with Twilight. Yeah, that they, it, we it, talked last see. week about how Robert Pattinson's going to be going through that as he goes into the Batman role. But, but he can do different characters <laughs> well, <laughs> and change his face. She's got the Kira Knightley curse where she's the same thing in every movie and show she's in because she can't act. Well, Quote, to the, she to the can, same point, Patrick Stewart's in this. <laughs> That's yeah, right. And you've got Captain Picard and, and <laughs> yes. Professor. You know, so there are... Somehow we get around it. And, okay, and he right. does. And... Like I said, go go enjoy this one. Just it's a popcorn movie. Um, I actually read that Kristen Stewart is quite enjoyable in this movie. Yeah, so, I, I'm just a hater, but I'm, I want to see the movie. Yeah, I'm just get. Why do you ask me these hard questions? I don't know. It's, I have to tell the truth. Yeah, but we're talking about the movies, whether or not people should see them or not. I think they should see Kristen this movie. Stewart fans, you should see this movie. I think if you just like to go to the movies and shut your brain off and enjoy yes. your time, this is a perfect movie for yes. that. Uh, speaking of not. That kind of movie, but what looks to be an intriguing movie to me, Jeff Whipple, The Good Liar, with a hell of a cast. Heck of a cast, sorry. Gosh, what? God, we're here at Megaplex, and I sweared. Uh, but uh, a heck of a cast. Kiss your, on, kiss your wife with that. No, on, on, uh, with Ian McKellen and Helen, Helen Mirren. What is The Good Liar about? Career con artist Roy <laughs> Courtney can hardly believe his luck when he meets a well-to-do widow online. As Betty opens her life... And home to him, Roy is surprised to find himself caring about her, which is dangerous for any con man. Mm. Turning what should be a cut-and-dry swindle into the most treacherous tightrope walk of his life. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. Adrian, what do you think of The Good Liar? Big fan of Helen Mirren, big fan of Ian McKellen. That's enough to go to any movie they're and in? This, uh, there's also a man by the name of Johannes Haukra Johannesson. Which oh, Johannesson. Yeah. That's a great name, and that's why I might see the so movie. So great, they named him twice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, But, yeah, Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen are titans of the acting industry, and uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, 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 I like... V Ferrari still my number one to go to. So, sure, yeah. yeah. But I, this one has me intrigued enough, yeah. not just because of the acting. I mean, McKellen and Mirren would, could be on anyone's Rushmore. Right. Uh, and so if they're in a movie, I'm probably going to see it and enjoy it. But uh, the story, the story looks interesting. With a, I like, I like a con man whose heart is softened. 
a little bit. Because he's been like, doing it for so long. Right? How long do you have to be on the run, Ian? <laughs> just give it up just, and marry somebody. Just settle down, would you? But if he stops, <laughs> will his past catch up to him? That's why I need to Wait, go see this Is this Pretty movie. Woman? No, I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> it's always the, the, heart of, the Heart of Gold? What? Is this yes. the old man in the gun? I don't yes. know. <laughs> Did you see the old man no, in the gun? No, never. Pretty good. Pretty good movie. Yeah. great. Wasn't that his last movie? Like he the decided that was going to be his last movie. Though. Yeah, who's, they all say that. And then well, his, his most recent is his in. last yeah, movie. Yeah, technically that is true, yes. <laughs> all right, so there you go. There's also some other uh, side, uh, lesser known or lesser talked about movies that are coming out like Radio Flash. Radio Flash. What do you think of Radio Flash, Jeff in a, Whipple? In a perfectly functioning, f- oh no, sorry, in a dystopian <laughs> future. Why is it always that? A tech savvy <laughs> teenager and her father flee the city and seek refuge. In, with her grandfather deep in the mountains of the Pacific Northwest, not where tw- Kristen Stewart is in Twilight. Right. <laughs> Starring nobody, oh, we've ever heard of, sadly. Uh, yeah, we, I haven't seen this one. No, so no one has. We're, we're, but it's always dystopian because we're all, we're all heading for a bad place there, Jeff, it seems like. But this seems like a movie you would like, Adrian. I'm not even kidding you. Well, there's, there's enough suspense, enough mystery, enough uh, hippie things. Maybe I'll catch it when uh, TNT airs it after a basketball game. Well, I don't think it's ever going to get there. <laughs> but, okay. Honestly, uh, shame on me for channel. not having a marketing budget, not knowing about <laughs> this. You. Because these kind of films don't get the play because they don't right. have a massive budget. Yes. They, don't, yeah. they don't get – so I don't – It may be good. It may be great. Yeah. And it may be one of those sleeper hits. I just – yeah, sadly, we get focused on other well, stuff. Well, we talk about that all the time, and we were talking about – a couple of weeks ago, actually, Austin and I were talking on the show about Martin Scorsese and his comments about the Marvel films and how they're not cinema and blah, blah, blah. And he kind of went into, well, they need to open houses for more movies to go see. But we, we were talking on the show about your difficulty in this job is you got to get screens for people who want to see these films mixed with if you got Star Wars in the house. You better be putting that on 50 screens. <laughs> You're so not going to save five screens yeah. for radio flash. Yes. Well, the path to a dystopian future is when we start walking up to people and saying, I'm sorry, sir, you can't see that. You have to come with me yes. to Auditorium 4. We're <laughs> yes. going to go make this into a hit. hit <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, that's, you know, as long as people continue to make their own decision and decide yes. what movies they're going to go see, yes. we're, we 20, 20 auditoriums in this location at the district. And, you know, Six of them are massive, and they have huge yeah. budgets, and they market, and everyone knows about them. They've all seen the trailers. And then the others, yeah, we, we don't hope, know because we take, haven't seen yeah. them. Yep. We haven't heard about them. Yep. Uh, and then finally, Adam Driver's got a new movie out that I'm, I saw the, the trailer for. Adrian has given up on trailers because he feels like, why do you, don't you watch trailers anymore? Uh, they often give away way too much. So I stopped watching trailers. So Adrian doesn't want the trailer to ruin the movie. I still watch trailers, especially for movies that I don't know anything about. And I watched the trailer for The Report, and uh, it's it's supposedly based on a real true story. We, we've got a couple of those. Around there, yeah, uh, September up. 11th. So The Report, FBI agent Daniel Jones performs an exhaustive investigation into the CIA's use of torture on suspected terrorists in the aftermath of the 9-11 attacks. The CIA adopted new interrogation techniques, starring Adam Driver, Annette Benning, John Hamm, Michael C. Hall. There's a cast here. Yes, definitely. And, and a remarkably compelling story that is one of those that may not be the most popular thing to talk about. Right. And storytelling is a big deal. Um, so letting films like these have a moment is worthwhile. And yeah. I, I think for those that like cinema, this is one of those you should at least do a little digging and say, hey, maybe there's a thing there. Mm-hmm. And if you're a historian, obviously a movie like this, I think, has an agenda more often than not, has a slant to it. A, uh, they believe it. 
happened this way or because of this reason, and that's the way they're going to tell the story. But I think it's important when you have stories told to go see it. You don't have to necessarily buy into it or adopt that as your belief, but to see what that point of view looks like from this director and writer. And this is an event that uh, changed everyone. Everyone listening to us, this event changed their life. And so I think it's important to see things that come out about it. And Adam Driver's really good. He's a very good actor. And John Hamm is very, he's done everything, not just Mad Men, but he does everything. So, and Dexter's in this. If you're, if Dexter's in this. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. So if you're looking for good, like good acting, this is a movie that you could be interested in. So there you go. There's the movies opening this week at Megaplex Sears. But, of course, the, the big one, Ford v. Ferrari. We're here at the Megaplex District. At the district, I should say. 20-plus theaters. Come down. Check out a movie. The best food in town. The Dodo, O'Brien's, Pizza Hut, Gelato and Ice Cream from Bon Bon. You've got Main Street Deli and the Mayan Express. Did you ever eat at the Mayan back at the old Jordan Commons? Man, I loved that place. So you can still get Mayan Express, the food from the Mayan. So come on down, check it out, have some fun with us. Coming up next, we'll talk with Jeff Whipple about the holiday season, what is to be expected, Thanksgiving, everybody goes to the movies over the next three months, including you, me, and the third. Jeff and his team are ready for you. We'll tell you why. Next, here on the Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Soundtrack of the week is from Ford v. Ferrari. Although, whenever I hear this song, I can't help but think of Step Brothers <laughs> and That's Adam Scott's character's family. Singing this song a cappella. Um, she got father drive for miles. Guns N' Roses were just in town. They were. Our guy Eric Walden, a Utah jazz reporter, not a jazz reporter. One of two. One of two. From the Salt Lake Tribune. From the Salt Lake Tribune. That was so weird this that's week. It's, that's it. What, if you saw that on Twitter, you did. Yeah. If you didn't, you didn't understand what we were saying. But anyway, he went to the show. What did he think? He loved it. He's an aficionado. He is. So I would listen to his opinion. But that is one of the classic rock songs to ever exist. Is that Guns N' Roses? In this universe, I would say. Is that Guns N' Roses' best song? I, yeah. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be, and it's also the second song that anyone learns when they're picking up guitar lessons. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Guitar Hero. Nope. Guitar That's- number one is always Tequila Sunrise by the Eagles. I've never Super learned Tequila easy. Sunrise. Hit that E into that C into that A minor or whatever, and then... That's every song. When you're learning how to uh, <laughs> play a Beatles catalog. Yeah, when you're learning how to play a solo, you play Sweet Child of Mine. But anyway, back to what we were doing. Uh, yes, back, which is we're at the move. We're on the movie zone yes. at the Megaplex Theater, the district. Come on out, see a movie, enjoy it. And speaking of seeing movies and enjoying it, and it is the holidays. And Jeff Whipple, I know you haven't slept in nearly three days. <laughs> Just in time to get ready for the holiday season. I have bad news which, for you. Which is uh, this, you know, every It's year, officially Jeff's Black Friday, it, actually. It seems like we're always, <laughs> we're sitting at a Megaplex going into what is going to be the holiday season of movies. And every year it seemingly never disappoints. And we're going to have another huge winter and holiday season. Recess is over. It's yeah, over. It's yeah. time to go back to movies. Yeah. Like there's, uh, it, this, uh, this little studio... Um, Based out of Burbank, yes. has has come up with a they sequel might. based on some l- lesser known characters. Um, Frozen Two, yeah, yeah that's that's going to be a thing. Yes, it is. Here in Utah, we are we are bracing for impact for Frozen Two, God. and actually had the privilege of watching a longer trailer and was. 
I too saw a longer trailer. I think the and embargoes have been lifted, but I we'll wait. But we'll wait till next we'll wait. week. Yeah. Yes. Is it next week? Yes. 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 Okay. It's yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah. The, the week before Thanksgiving. And week before Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving is not next week. No, I'll see no. you got two more weeks. Stop it! Is it really not Chris, next week? Christmas and the distance between Christmas and, and Thanksgiving is shorter this year because of the way the weeks fall. So I've just had my heart broken. I thought Sorry. next week was Thanksgiving. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait one more week for that oh, turkey. All right, but fine. The, the pipeline yep. with Frozen and Mister Rogers, won't you be my neighbor? Oh, that one. Before before you're issued a birth certificate, you should be required to see that film. It is, it is, it should. Let's not get political. It should be, it should be a a license to be human. It is. Oh, oh to be human. Okay. It is extraordinary. Just Hanks. That I think that young man's going to have a career someday. He might be good at the that, that Hanks thing. guy. There are a lot of and, you and know, the story up of coming studios and actors. Yeah, this this one. <laughs> yes, that's right. Which is odd, we, you we, know. Usually holiday you go with the the trusted people, the yes. ones that have done it. But so, yeah, that that one's going to be a fine one. Uh, Jumanji, we're looking forward to. Uh, I Kat- still have not seen the first Jumanji. Oh, you're it's missing my, out, it's man. It's one of my great uh, sins. Wait, when you say the first, are no. you talking Robin Williams? No, or are you that talking one. Of course I've seen that. I'm Dwayne, talking Dwayne The Rock. And Kevin Hart and Jack Black. That one. I haven't seen it yet. Jumanji, Back to the Jungle, or what I is would, it called? I don't know. But. I was a late a late arrival to that film as well. I, because of the holidays last mm-hmm. time around, it was just too busy to get to. And I'd heard all the hype, and it, expectations were really high for that film. Went and saw it, and it was really funny really just funny. one of those yeah. moments of well that's clever hmm. and it's nice to go to a movie that does that and so i'm i'm a little concerned about going into a movie like the next one the ne- jumanji the next level with expectations because the last one i i went in with almost none figuring yeah it's already it's more hype now yeah i think i'm looking forward to that one um but of course, the big one, cats. Yeah, cats is coming. Yep. The big one, cats. And then, <laughs> um, speaking of you know the little series that could, Jeff. Yes. Somehow, yes. some way. War is do, not the answer it unless kept, it's. Do you want to build stars. a theme park? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you want to build a theme park? <laughs> do you want to build a theme park? <laughs> but Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker is Ep- this episode. Come on over here, episode hey. nine. They're, they're, the trilogy cubed is is wrapping up. At least for now. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that film may perform. And we're really excited for. I know it's. I think it's uh, sold out now. But to hear about your Star Wars marathon, the, the marathon that will be going on. That was similar. We sat over in that room as uh, the twenty-one movie three-day Marvel yep. moviegoers. We talked to a man who left to get surgery and Chip. returned in yeah. time to catch. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two snuck out of the and, dang uh, hospital. You're doing something similar with Star Wars. It was outpatient. Really <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was fine, laparoscopic or yeah, something. whatever. Yeah. But that's uh, you guys were chosen. Rub we, some Utah dirt in was- and walk it off. As, <laughs> There's as, a marathon to be had. As we wrap up, Utah was chosen as one of the places for this marathon. Yes, Why? Yes. Um, we have we have the most avid Star Wars fans in the U.S. That is right. By Google search trends, you look at anything Star Wars related. By state, and Utah is number one. It's fascinating, and we pointed out to Disney, and they say, "Okay, well, there you go. Come on out." Whatever so we you have, want. We we are sold out. We have a wait list uh, because occasionally somebody has to have outpatient surgery and can't make it. <laughs> so we will we will be doing Star Wars all nine films for fans. We will be hosting fan events. We will be throwing 
extreme Star Wars parties just because we we love doing it. I'm not even kidding. One of my favorite remotes we've done. I think it was here when you had it was the Cantina Band was it, right I, here. It was. I don't remember which movie it was. Force Awakens. Was it Force yep. Awakens? But. Um, you know, you had the. It was just a cool, cool. You guys always and go <laughs> above and beyond. So if you're going to a movie like this, I think you need to. And if, th- if today is anything, and anytime Austin and I are on the road, and at your events and at your theaters, it's coming early, so you get to see these cool things. The, go the, to try to get those opening screenings. You think about why you go to movies in the first place. Yeah. And you're going to escape. You're going to have an experience. And the goal here is to take it up a notch and and give people something that's not available easily elsewhere yeah, yeah. and and to try and do it a little bit better sometimes we stub our toe on it but the the goal is to do it well and we have the best team in the universe doing it these guys are amazing yeah. today's event was phenomenal and and to be able to have the cars from a film you know that are live and in person that's pretty remarkable yeah. Well, thank you so much once again, as always, for having us out. We love doing the show live at at the Megaplex Theaters and uh, can't wait to do it again. Thank you. Thanks for coming to play. That's Jeff Whipple of Megaplex Theaters. So we get to drive the cars You don't, but I am going to. It's the last thing I'm going to do, but I'm going to do it. No, I really am not. I talked to... the great Gail Miller on my way in. She said I could drive off. She said it was cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you right, shotgun. Yeah, I have a note. Yeah. <laughs> a note. For the soon-to-be-arrested Adrian <laughs> yeah. Lizer. thanks to Alex Lundberg back in the studio. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on The Movie Zone.